The following talk was given at the Insight Meditation Center in Redwood City, California. Please visit our website at audiodharma.org. Hearing impaired, uh, that even with the hearing aids, that uh, I sounded a little muffled. So if you experience any difficulty with how I sound, feel free to, if I'm not loud enough, put your hand up or something uh, to let me know my voice has become too soft. And also you can type in chat if you're having any difficulty with my clarity. Um, So uh, as I was saying, my name is Liz Powell and I have been a practitioner at Insight Meditation Center for the last 17 years. Time flies when you're having fun and even when you're just noticing what's happening. Um, and in during that time, I've spent about 15 of those years uh, very intensely involved in doing meta practice every week, uh, several times a week. So I've found that it's very beneficial as both something that arises naturally, the more mindfulness practice we do, perhaps the more we start to become kinder and more compassionate with ourselves, or maybe sometimes we start with being more kind and compassionate to others. But also um, it, you know, it helps sometimes to just practice it deliberately. And that's what I've done for many years is practiced it in many ways deliberately. So uh, the inspiration that's come for me this week uh, is mindfulness uh, of kindness and compassion in everyday actions. So what what got me started reflecting on this was um, I traveled uh, to California from Colorado where I live right now. And uh, I happened to go to the airport, the Denver airport on a day when half of their train system was not working. So I was confronted with, I came, you know, a couple hours early, but I found this huge area that is Denver airport leading up to the security gates thronged with so many people, you wouldn't believe it. And in the Denver terminal, there were two wings um, that have baggage claim on both sides. And the line for security stretched all the way around to the very end of all the baggage claim and wrapped back around, uh, doubled itself. And so I I and everybody else waited in line. I was in the TSA pre-check line for two hours. But what was so interesting was I realized that it was kind of an experience of kindness and compassion that was going on in the terminal. So there were these, I, I think, thousands of people, all masked, but very close to one another, And what I noticed was people were quiet. They were kind to each other. They were compassionate. There wasn't a lot of yelling or, you know, irate behavior going on. Even when we reached the, um, you know, I I saw some people who made it all the way to the security agent. So they had waited in line two hours before me. And they got to the security agent and they were turned away for one reason or another. Maybe they didn't listen to the announcements that said you should only be in this line if you have TSA pre-check printed on your boarding pass or something else happened. And even those people, when they turned around and walked back to the line, they weren't, you know, fuming or swearing or any of the things you might expect. Yes, the comment was made, Midwesterners are a quiet, mannerly folk. And who knows whether all these people were from the, the Midwest or where they were. But, you know, people were in generally compassionate. We reached this place where everybody was waiting uh, at the top of the stairs. You, you could go through the security gate, and then you had to wait at the top of the stairs for the um, train to be told you could go down on the train platform platform. And then the train platform had about three train loads deep of people. But there was no cutting in line, no shoving. And um, even the security agents and the people who worked at the airport, you know, there's only a couple hundred staffers there for all these people were very calm and very kind. So what that got me reflecting on is 
how often in daily life people do, you know, each of you, each of us and the people around us do innumerable acts of kindness and compassion that we might not even stop to look at. So, for example, um, I notice being on a bicycle sometimes how people will carefully, you know, give you extra space as they go around you. Um, even though you're already in a bike lane, they don't cut too close to you. Or if you see people greet one another, you know, uh, in people greeting a grocery clerk and smiling and making eye contact. Um, actually, people just showing up and doing their jobs on time. There are all these things that feel like, well, yeah, of course, people show up on their job, show up and do their jobs on time. But when you really think about it, we're so interconnected that so many of these things actually have a great deal to do with our feeling uh, connected with one another, um, safe in one another's company, you know, to whatever degree we can feel that. Just the adds to the daily experience. So I thought this evening I'd like to honor this piece of compassion and kindness that we show one another in very everyday ways as we do our guided meditation. So I'm, I'm going to invite you to find, you know, into finding a standing, lying, or sitting position that offers you some balance between relaxation and awareness in meditation. You need a little alertness and also need to be able to be comfortable within your body. Um, it's very conducive to loving kindness and compassion meditations. And even starting by just noticing how you are right now in this moment. Extend the kindness of listening to your body, listening to your heart mind, and seeing what's there with as much compassion as you can muster. The way I've heard Gil say it sometimes is, look at it with soft eyes. And taking your time, whatever time is needed, to settle into this meditation. Sometimes we're right there and ready to drop in, and other times we need time for the mind, heart, and body to settle in, allowing that. you allow yourself to settle in, perhaps allowing an image or a sense of the daily kindnesses you offer to other people. So we're going to begin our metta meditation with the traditional subject of yourself. Any kindness that you can notice about yourself, even if you find it difficult to say kindness to yourself, allow this one thing that whatever you do could be very small, could be greeting a friend, asking how someone is and actually wanting to hear the answer. 
could be just buying and preparing food, showing up for your work, doing your work, whether that's caregiving or a job or volunteering, showing up for this meditation is a form of kindness. So just allowing what the kindnesses from your day to bubble into consciousness at their own pace. There's no rush here. have a sense of that part of yourself that's kind. Sending that part, those kind moments, those compassionate moments, your well wishes. You can offer whatever kindness phrases or compassion phrases that feel right to you right now. But I'll just start us off with some fundamental well wishes we might offer those small and large kind moments of ourselves. May I be healthy. what's coming to mind is all the ways in which you don't feel kind or don't feel compassionate. May I be healthy with all of it. Full acceptance of whatever it is. in this moment, it's safe to allow awareness of it. May I find safety in being with my kindness, lack of kindness, compassion, lack of compassion. May I be safe. be safe. May I be content. all human beings, I have, each of us has a wide range of experiences. Some are pleasant, some are unpleasant. May I be content in meditating on all of it. 
and extending myself the wish for contentment, whether it's here right now or as a possibility for the future. May I be content. May I be free of suffering. In offering kindness phrases, sometimes the opposite awarenesses arise. It's possible suffering lets itself be known feels safe enough to show itself, or it can be that your kindness is showing itself, or your compassion, just wishing all of those experiences well, may I be free of suffering. May I appreciate kindness and compassion arising in this world. In small moments, in large moments, in whatever way, may I appreciate kindness and compassion in myself and in others. or allowing to bubble up in your mind's eye or your feeling sense anyone that you've encountered from whom you have felt some kindness or compassion towards you. Again, taking your time and this could be a human, it could be a pet, it could be an infant or a small child, it could be someone close to you or even a stranger. Just allowing an image or images to come to mind. And it may be more than one person who comes to mind. Taking your time. Thank you. 
extending wishes for that person or people. They can be kindness phrases, compassion phrases that bubble up in your mind, or you can follow along with the phrases I'll offer. May you be healthy. This is simply a well wish extended to the other person. It's not a demand and it may or may not come to pass. May you be healthy is the kind intention you're sending. safe and protected from all harm, inner and outer. experience. May you find some contentment. suffering. and compassion.
then allowing other people from your life, familiar people or strangers that you don't really know that well, but you see as you pass through your life and extending kindness and compassion, well wishes for kindness and compassion in their direction. Getting a, an image or a sense of their kindness and their compassionate moments. Allowing that to fill your heart mind. May you be healthy. Sending them your wishes for their safety. Allowing them wishes for happiness or contentment. Offering them well wishes for freedom from suffering. May you receive kindness and compassion from those around you in the world. allowing whatever kindness or compassion phrases float up in your mind, offering those wishes, those well wishes 
to the person who you're holding or the people who you're holding in your heart right now. Wishing all parts of them the best in kindness and compassion. When they're suffering, when they themselves are kind and compassionate, when they themselves are not kind and compassionate, wishing them the best in loving kindness. And in the final couple of minutes of this meditation, perhaps once again, allowing yourself some appreciation of the kindness you've offered yourself by coming to this practice, doing kindness and compassion meditation for yourself and for others in whatever way was available to you this evening. Every drop of practice, every moment of practice is an act of kindness and compassion for the world as well as for yourself. May you and all beings everywhere receive kindness and compassion, cultivate kindness and compassion, and bring freedom to the world.
also our our interconnectedness with other people in these small ways, these small acts of kindness, is really kind of an amazing thing to reflect on. Uh, because people cared enough for our health uh, when we were born, you know, medical people, our parents, our caregivers, whoever they were, cared enough for us that we made it this far. That's pretty amazing. And along the way, somebody cared to teach us new things and provide us with some level of education that enables us to get this far. A, a whole vast network of people did their jobs, you know, showed up to work to uh, grow the food we eat, to make sure that food got to places where we could obtain it. Um, many people cooked for us. Perhaps we cooked for them uh, so that we were nourished well enough to be here today. Um, if, you, if you just look at one meal and everything that's contained or, or everyone who was involved in that one meal from the person who made the utensils you are using to the person who grew the food, uh, the bees and insects that pollinated the plants that made the food. It's just an amazing exercise in interconnectedness to reflect on kindness and compassion rippling throughout the world. And you're part of that. You know, even when you're very hard on yourself, guaranteed there's some way in which you've had probably even without being conscious of it, you've had an impact on someone else in your life uh, in, through kindness and compassion. I remember having teachers in school who had no idea that one little thing they said to me made a big difference in my life. And for them, it might have just been a comment that came out. And for me, it was everything. When I was a child, when I was a teen, when I was a young adult, and now as somebody who continues to learn every day. Um, so just honoring these interconnections of kindness and compassion this evening. I want to give you all a chance to exchange with each other a bit about uh, what came up for you just now. And, you know, maybe each person makes one comment in your group of three or four and then lets the next person make a comment and let it go around the circle in that way so everybody gets to share something. And it does not matter, by the way, whether what came up for you felt like kindness and compassion or felt like the opposite. Sometimes we need that purification process of acknowledging the moments that were not so great. So um, I'm going to send you into um, two, three, four, five, six groups, or five or six groups, and um, enjoy the time together. And you'll come back in about 10 minutes. So thank you.
Welcome back, everyone. Hope you enjoyed your conversations. And um, we have time now for any comments, questions, things you wanted to share uh, with me or with the group, reflections. Jesse, yes, please. Hey, thank you for this meditation today. Yeah, I really appreciated that you brought contentedness and contentment into the meditation today. And that's I something do too. that we talked about in our small group. And uh, I guess for me, I've been having a lot of feelings of overwhelm coming up. And uh, so this contentedness felt like a natural antidote to, to overwhelm, to come to stillness, to turn to meditation, even for five or 10 minutes, which for me is a small amount of meditation. And just to, uh, yeah, think about contentedness and then coming back to kind of the theme you brought up today about bringing kindness into the world. Thanks for letting me share. Thank you. I really appreciate that um, observation that uh, contentedness served as an antidote uh, to overwhelm. And also that just five or 10 minutes of meditation can be so powerful. Even a minute that we take just to breathe into and out of whatever is happening with us is so amazing. And um, I don't see a name, but your phone number is displayed 650-323-5532. Please share. Hey, Liz, it's Michael from IMC. Um, Hi, Michael. Oh, hello. So I just wanted to thank you. And I also, too, appreciate you bringing in contentment. And the small group was delightful. And um, so deep bows for you channeling the Dharma and holding the space. Thank you, Michael. Yes, Wayne, please. Hi. Um, well, I appreciated Michael just reminding me how all of the uh, uncertainty of our times is just kind of the, one of the Buddhist messages that life is full of uncertainty and change and um, yeah. That was nice. Yes, against that backdrop, sometimes we have to have, or, or it's helpful to bring any measure of compassion we can to how we experience that constant flux. But I don't know, it's probably gone on throughout human history, but it just seems so heightened in certain periods of time. And this, this seems like one of them. Um, I'm noticing that kindness is a place I feel some agency that I can actually choose to be. I don't, there's not much I have agency around right now, very little. Um, but I was telling my partner, like, just when I go to the grocery store, just choosing to be kind to people, it it just brings me joy and it brings me ease and it's simple and precious. And it's right now what I got. So <laughs> thank you. It's been it's good to be here. Thank you. Yeah, it matters so much. I remember early in the pandemic. I went to uh, one of the counters at the grocery store where you need to ask for service. And um, the person behind it, uh, you know, wasn't making eye contact. And I asked him how he was. And then he kind of, he looked at me and he said, not, not very well. You know, you know, people are being really mean. And it was when, during that phase when the shelves of the store were just empty. And um, so I listened to what was going on with him and, uh, you know, his family and his concerns about his kids. 
And it was just, you know, it was a really small thing to do. Um, but I could feel just, I felt better just talking to him and kind of humanizing. We were all going through this insane moment and, and how much pressure he felt. So I agree with you. You know, sometimes we have little to no control over anything. Um, and yet, there's these small things we can offer. Can I can I just mention one oh, sure. thing? I, I I just realized remembered something that. I teach in a middle school, public middle school in uh, El Cerrito. And uh, one of the kids this morning in a class, the kids, I can't remember how this got started, but we were, one kid just mentioned, you know, that it seems like one really bad thing happens about once a year. And some other kid said, yeah, yeah, yeah. It does seem like every year there's something really bad that happens and I just, uh, I somehow it just filled me with joy to think. Just I felt like it's so fascinating working with young kid or with young people. Just uh, recognizing that you know these things grow in us, and compassion starts small and grows. Yeah, and that that kids uh, show each other the caring of one kid being willing to share it, you know, how he actually was experiencing things and another kid going, yeah, <laughs> that matters hugely. Yeah. Like, well, you know, it's, yeah. Go ahead. Like I know there's one child in my class who was biking. Um, his mother told me this shortly before school started that he was biking with his father uh, somewhere out in the country and his father had a heart attack right there and died and, so that he was going to be, he would be going to trauma counseling once a week. And so just thinking of all the different ways in which kids from minor, minor difficulties to major traumas. Yeah. yeah. And in a case like that, that anyone, you know, can listen to that, uh, child or, uh, the people that no doubt came to him through trauma counseling. You know, there are these amazing moments when somebody can be supported through these huge things too. So thank you all very much for being here tonight and um, wishing all of you uh, kindness and compassion flowing towards you as well as flowing from you and uh, feeling that interconnectedness between us in freedom and through times of suffering. May we all, through kindness and compassion, find more and more ways to gradually come to freedom. And may we all be free of suffering. You can unmute if you'd like to say goodnight to each other. Good night. Thank you all. Thank you, Liz. Thank you, everyone. Thank you, Neil. Thank you all. Thank you, Christine. Good night.